this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. There's a flow, there is a flow, it's like about five or six of them going on at once. At once. Rarely does that happen in places where I go. Because people don't release themselves unto the Lord. So he doesn't release himself unto them. Jesus. Think about it. Yeah. He can do anything, right? Yes. But guess what? He wants to involve you. Amen. Okay, you didn't like that one? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to involve you. <laughs> How many people got the bulletin today? The blue? The blue? blue. <laughs> no! Okay. I still love you. I still love you. Even if you didn't get the bulletin. How many were here the last time I was here? What was the color? Red. Oh! You don't actually pay attention. Yes. Didn't the Lord use everyone in the service? Yes. Don't you know that's what He wants to do? Do you know there is no set format unless Holy Spirit says what it is? Because He's Lord inside the church. Jesus is the head. We are the body. God doesn't look to just one person, two people. He looks to his people. So, tradition stuff? Because how many people get healed in tradition? I'm not saying God can't do it, because he can. He's sovereign. But I'm speaking on a practical basis. I said uh, one little thing to Pastor Kathy. I said, the Holy Spirit, because he did say this to me. He said, today is a very special day. All right? The praise and the worship was enough to carry us. Just that. All right? I said to her that the Holy Spirit said, this is a special day. The special day is, today is my 10th year anniversary coming to this ministry. The number 10. I'm just sharing with you what he said to me. Because I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking, oh, by the way, in case if you want to know what are we going to do today, y'all did some of it already. And that's to release yourself unto him. So if you want to know what the message was, y'all was singing it and dancing and moving and all that. That, that, was, y'all, that was the message. I want to show me your face. I want to be like you. We'll know him because when he appears, we shall see him for we shall see him as he is. We will be like him. See, this, this waiting around stuff, Bible doesn't say that. Show me where it says that. We're supposed to go after him, pursue, chase after. Drop everything that's a burden. Mm -hmm. 
He's the pearl in the field. Amen. Sell everything and buy that. So the number 10 is the number of ordinal perfection. The ordinal means things that are in order as they should be. All right? So whenever the Lord uses the number 10 in Scripture, really stop and pay a little bit more attention to, it doesn't matter whether it's in the book of Exodus, which is used a lot, the number 10, uh, the dimensions for the uh, placement in the tabernacle and other things. Look, look at those numbers mm -hmm. because it's not just numbers. Okay. All right. Usually, usually, the Lord doesn't have me visit. I, I, I pastor won't let me use the word visit. I can't say I visit here. Um, <laughs> um, usually, I, I'm not with. I'm not. I don't go someplace for ten years. I don't know why I didn't ask. But I did not, I'm serious, I did not realize today was that the 10th year coming to the ministry. I didn't realize that. So when he said that to me, it brought joy in my heart because I was hoping for a breakout. But you don't know what breakout means. So let me explain Break, breakout. Breakout is we don't know what we're going to do next. And we be still, and then the Holy Spirit starts moving. And pretty soon this happens, and then that happens, and that happens. And then all of a sudden everybody's going beautifully crazy in love. And his power is displayed. His love is displayed. People are healed. Things change. And when, I, and, I, and when I, you saw me, I did like this, that means wiped out. When I say change, that means wiped out. Okay, I'm going to say something that um, since I've been given the introduction of seeing things and all that, we moved into a realm that I had only heard Jesus speak to me one time at home, not here. When we sang, show me your face the second time, the Lord called my attention and he said look this way and right here right in this area right here I saw Jesus standing I thought it was a cloud under his foot but it, or under his feet but it wasn't a cloud like we know a cloud and he said this and, and I, I only like I said I only heard it once this is the realm of multiplication I would rather you not say anything and think and let it go in you. And then shout. Because if you shout before you really hearing it, then you'll miss it. I have seen the realm of multiplication, but not here. He catches my attention and says, and I see him standing there. And I'm looking, and it looks like little bars in front of each other moving. And, I, and so, of course, my mind went to the book of Mark, and I said, Jesus, you fed 5,000, you know, multiplication. But that's not what he was showing. We have the potential to be in such a place with our God that as you are releasing and releasing and releasing yourself, 
that as you are releasing, he's releasing. Yes. And he's multiplying to you. Yes. You're not, not that you don't say, Lord, thank you and I bless you. But you, and you are so lost in him that he's multiplying for you. You didn't get in line. Nobody put hands on you. You didn't get on your uh, intercessors network and do none of that. Because when those are all gone, what do you, what do you have left? Him. The focus. Show me your face. So that's why I said when I came up here, I said we could have did the offering later. <laughs> because the flow that's going on right now, you may you might not. I don't, anybody here fish with a rod? <laughs> no. <sighs> well, I was going to use the, an example of the fishing rod. There are certain things you have to set up. You, you have to do a test line. You have to know um, what kind of fishing are you going to do. Your rod length. Does, are you going to use fiberglass wood or are you going to do a pole? So all those different things come, come into play if you're going to fish. And that's just the fish. That didn't say what you're going to catch. But just think, in here, God made it open for you to catch. Let me get you a scripture because y'all won't believe anything I'm saying here. The book of uh, Mark. Book of Mark. I'm going to be real brief with you because... I'm sensing Jesus wants to minister to people. All right? That would be fun for me. I'll tell you what he's already done, all right? Just to let you know, it, when the Lord says certain things to me, I, I already know what's coming. Once he said this is special to me, where I parked, see, I, I, know, na I, I know nature, meaning I know how to present myself before God, and nature starts responding. A little parakeet, uh, yellow-green, with about this big, came and landed on, a, on one of the flowers that's near the car. And I just watched him as he was eating. And then I said, that's half of it, God. Where's the other one? And a hummingbird came. Mm -hmm. See, I know what hummingbirds mean. So I just waited for heaven to respond. And people walk by, you know, when hummingbirds see something, this one didn't take off until it was time for me to finish seeing what I was doing. All right? Mark. What do they mean? Hummingbird. That's not all it means. But I do that just to catch people's attention. And why those two birds? And the, the parakeet was eating uh, a particular type of uh, plant. And I noticed how it eat and move along. And since it's not, a, it's not strong, it, it was flexible. And the bird was going right with it. He didn't let up from eating. Tenacious. Tenacious. If I see it in, if I see it in nature, what do you think it's saying to me? Just bend with it and keep doing what you're doing. Amen. So, so nature, by the way, does speak to you. Do you want to hear and respond? Okay. Mark 5. 
beginning in verse 1. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. Now, why do you want to tame? It's not an animal. <laughs> so why do you want to tame him. So you could charge money like at a zoo for you to come by and see this guy go through his shenanigans. Why did God put that in here? Why does he put it in here? Now, it's in more than one, one book of the Bible as far as the New Testament. But why does he put it in here? And then, yes, we, I know translations can go wild. But why did he put it here? Because after this, Jesus goes and sits. It's, people have heard so much about him that he was walking along the seashore and they crowded him. Can you imagine this? You're walking like over by the LA Convention Center. You, over 100,000 square feet. And for whatever reason, when you arrive there to get out of your taxi to go to wherever you're going, 80,000 people, which is not going to happen, but 80,000 come out and all of a sudden it's just a sea of people. And so Jesus is walking along. So this is before that. This is, this is before that, which is saying to you that there are things that are in the spirit when God is going to, wherever he's going to send you, and there's things that are going to come to meet you right in your face. But see, you can know ahead of time. You can know ahead of time. You, are, I heard, uh, I've heard a good statement. We are spirit. We have a soul, and we live temporarily in this shell. All right. So it is for us to develop the spirit man and the things of the spirit. It's not a spooky thing unless you're spooky. Then we'll cast spooky out, and you'll be okay. <laughs> No, because I'm not saying anything that Jesus wouldn't be saying to you right now. He considers you not only his own, but just like him. And I don't mean you're God, but you have the same qualities. So that means when you move, you're, it's just not you moving. There is your spirit, and you can, you can discern what I'm saying. Your spirit actually stands out from you. And just like y'all can walk in a place that is yoga bound and not you, and you, you, you hit, your head hits up against something, same thing. Here Jesus is taking care of a region. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone 
tame him, verse 5, and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. Uh, there's a whole bunch of symbolism there. I'm not taking the time to do it, but there's a bunch of symbolism right there speaking of how is what Israel looked like from the perspective of heaven. And, he, and God is so detailed that he said day and night they were crying. It's so much detail that they that the, that this man representing the nation when I say representing symbolized what the nation Israel was going through. The people were sick and tired, and then they were sick and tired. Then they were sick and tired. They had been in captivity because the leadership had misled them. Then, because the leadership did what Moses said not to do, which was God speaking through him, don't look like your neighbors. They did that. So what you're reading here is a summation of what the nation Israel looked like from the spirit. Verse 6, when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. I'm going to ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen, very intelligent people in front of me. Who came and bowed down? The man or the demons? Or both. Take your time. Don't just rush in with an answer. Yeah, I'll turn my volume up. Okay, let's read it again. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. This area of the Gadarenes, across Lake Genesaret, they heard of Jesus, okay? It wasn't no, everything was on one side of the lake. When they got on that side, they were going, well, who is this dude? Jesus' name had gone there. Now, whether it had gone there through other people who had been healed, whether it had gone through the people, because you know people do. So over here, and then the ladies' guild ran over there. Men had a guild too. Over here, men did this, and men ran over there. Okay? Wherever Jesus ran, went, there was people running. And I'm not mean running from him, running ahead of him to say, Yes, who's coming, man? So I ask you again, was it the man who ran? Was it the demon in the man, demons? Was it both? Was it both? why you are being asked. Because there's a dis we're discerning. Oh. Y'all spirit people. I can't help from talking spirit. Yes. I'm not trying to, I'm not making up anything. I'm reading it to you slow. I hope I am. I'll slow down even more. Well, I think it was the demons, like they're you're not going to get an F. I know, right? You're not going to get an F. Now you're going to get a D. 
I'm asking, I want you, not me. Our Father wants you to not just be aware because the wall is blue. What else is in the room? What else is nearby? What else may be influencing? What else is not necessarily on the surface so you're still enough and ask the Holy Spirit, is there more than I should see in this? And wait for his response. I think some people will say both because of uh, the scripture is pretty clear that, that, that uh, God says that every knee will bow and worship to, to Jesus. Exactly. So that's why I was like thinking both in that regard. So I don't know if you have anything to say in that. No, well, I want y'all to answer because if I do, then you go, oh yeah, he knew that. <laughs> no, I want it in, I want it here, all the way down to here. I want it in your heart. Which is in bowing down is an act of worship. Because what? Okay, the script. I'm, again, I'm only going by scripture. I'm not going by Andre. When see verse six. When he saw. That's why. I, that's, that's why I say, am I reading it too fast? No, you're not. <laughs> okay. I'll turn my volume down a little bit. When he saw Jesus from afar, he did what? And did what? Let's look at this context. When he saw, so that means now he's not seeing like this room. He is seen into. Yes. This is a Bible. It has pages. The pages are white with black lettering and if you're in the New Testament, red lettering. It's marked because I mark things up left and right and I write my little notes in it. I almost ruined Bibles, but I have a book here. When I see what's in here, I'm going to I'm going to bow down. I'm going to get out of Andre and see what the Spirit of God has to say to me at this moment, at that time, next week, whatever it is. Out of the scripture, not out of my head, out of the scripture. Holy Spirit will take me, because he does, he will take me and say, look at this. And then he'll ask me a question like I asked you. What do you say? And I'm afraid to talk back. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, you're you afraid of God? Yeah. In the right way. Because I, if I give the wrong answer, I'm learning. Right. If I give the right answer, I'm learning. <laughs> Verse 7. And he cried out. Oh, wait a minute. We got a he in there again. Who is the he?
I mean, the answer is right next to the same verse, folks. Have y'all have y'all dropped out of class? <laughs> Lance raised his hand. He missed Lance. No, I saw Lance go right. Thanks. I was gonna say in um, in verse five, it looks like the he is referring to the man, but then that's the verse seven. Uh huh. He's referring to the demon, right? So he's referring to two different things. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, forgive me. <laughs> My volume was turned down. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm making fun of this, but I want to make it so you guys can see it. There's a, a lot of adventures that Jesus has that in perspective, meaning when you get out of your Americanized thinking self, legalistic, logical, oh, this is the way it's got to be self, and you say, wait a minute, Holy Spirit, what is it? What did you just say? And then, then he steers you to what's actually going on. Why? Because it's to help you, not just by reading it today, down the road. Amen. We are going to be in positions where the discerning has got to be keen. It's got to be sharp. And that discernment is going to also be with the ears. Verse 7, he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus? That, that's what's bad about English version. You don't know who they are, so that's where you don't depend on this. You depend on the Spirit of God. What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? It's already been said. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. And that's not. And that's not even. That's after this book in in this Bible. So you you already know that the demonic spirits know what they have to do. So they are in obedience to what they have to do, as evil as they are. I implore you. Now, how can a demon implore God? <laughs> By God, that you do not torment me. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. CNN. The demon told on himself. He said, I'm territorial. If you take me out, I'm going to be in torment because the master over me, Satan, is going to kick my sit down. That's what he's saying right here. There is rank and order in the spirit, both demonically speaking and, of course, righteously. He just said, I am a high ranking territorial, and if you do what I'm not supposed to do, which is kick me out. I'm not going to be facing just you. I'm going to be facing the one who assigned me to this place. And you know why the, why the demon had the right to be there? Because the things under him happened to be Jewish people. And I'm not on Jewish people, but humanity who had bowed their knee to what was false. And so they aligned themselves with it. So it just brought power and and line them up 
against and no matter how God would send prophets, teachers, apostles to them, they constantly line, align themselves up with evil rather than what God had already said, which would bring their deliverance. So when I, when I said earlier, the gentleman saying crying day and night, that's the sound of people who are in oppression in a community, a nation, a state, a country, the whole world. That's the sound. Day and night crying. Prophet, can I say something? Yes, you can. I'm going to have a call. I need you guys. You know, Prophet comes to the house a million times. He said, you sung it. You sung it. Yes. But not only did you sing it, but you basically demonstrated that. Mm -hmm. So in your worship, and you're saying you want to see God's face, every single thing that was on the inside of you <laughs> yielded. Yeah. Okay? Yes. It fell to the floor. It instantly came into a place of submission. And it was like, whoa, look out. We no longer have rain here because they're surrendering. Sure. And so you have to really begin to look at what's happening. So when you look at it in the spirit realm, it's like, oh my God, look at this one. And then this one is touching that one. And they're all surrendering. And so we got to get out of here. So that's what was happening. So I'm sitting over here laughing because everything, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. And so when... Everybody got into that place. Do you get it? Everything that was in this atmosphere basically ran out the door. Yeah. Okay? And now only the presence of God exists with you. So he said, you sung it. You sung it. Okay? Don't you see it? You sung it. You sung it. By the way, the freedom is still here because I feel it. All right? And I'm not even trying to feel it and not feel it. All right? So I, I don't want you guys to, when, whenever we let out, I don't want you to go, wow, that's a great service. Uh, 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 uh. You better take some of this home with you. Take it in your car, take it in your truck, whatever you drive, or motorcycle, just take it. Son of the Most High God. That's in a question format. I implore you, King James doesn't say implore you by God that you do look. Wait a minute. The demon is telling God, don't you dare torment me. <laughs> well, okay, you didn't see that one. Okay, let's try it again. The lesser is telling the greater what to do. 
Verse 8, for he said to him, and now you need a Greek Bible for this verse, okay, but it's okay. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. So now you know what type of spirit it is and what it encompasses. We know that in the, in the arena of unclean, we know that there's torment night and day, screaming. Breaking chain. What I'm saying is that God has given you what to know how to discern. All right? Step by step. Not crowd you out and you go, wait a minute, God, wait, wait, wait. We went verse by verse. And then the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. Verse 9. Here, not comedy hour. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered, again, remember, English translations. Then Jesus asked him, him being the, the demon, the man, what is your name? And the demon answered, saying, <clears throat> that's why here's the comedy are. My name is Legion, for we are many. Wait a minute. This is the same one that said, what have we to do with you, Jesus? What do we have to do with you? And now we're over here. <clears throat> we are. Mm -hmm. Verse 10. Also he begged him earnestly, that's a demon, unclean spirit, that he would not send them out of the country. Territorial rule. Who's under that territorial rule? Oh, civic government, city government, schools, hospitals, shopping centers, oh, communities, apartment complexes, and you We have territorial rule over this aspect of the lives of those humans below us. They have aligned themselves up with the religion of Judaism instead of the relationship that was available even through Old Testament or the Torah. It's there. What you have to do is go and seek it, pursue it. Otherwise, the Bible wouldn't, the Lord wouldn't give us examples of certain people throughout the scripture. I'm talking about Old Testament that actually, actually realized, oh God, you are more than what the scribes and Pharisees have been saying to us. And the, the Bible gives us those examples. And I'm not talking about people like Moses. I'm not talking about Joshua. I'm talking about like Anna the prophetess. Simeon. The young girl whose name is not mentioned that spoke to the Syrian army leader, it, you, you, you would jump at the chance to jump in, the, in, in and get clean, but you get something about dipping yourself seven times in the muddy water, why don't you go? Those people had insight. Yeah. 
Samuel's mom, insight. They still had the Old Testament priesthood, the Levitical priesthood, but they had insight. They went further. They were heart-led. That would have been a great area for y'all to shout. I, what I saw in here was heart. Yeah. Verse 10, and he also begged them earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now, a lot, this comedy hour. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountain. So all the demons, all the demons, all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. Unclean spirit. No, can't do that one. And at once Jesus gave them permit. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. They had authority for their assignment. They got caught in operation of their assignment by a greater one, the one who created them. He didn't create them evil. He created them. And then they chose to be evil. Here we have a transitional authority going on. Okay. We have them saying, don't do it. But he does it. And they said, well, since you're going to do it, put us here. They relegated themselves to the economy of the area. The economy of the area. Buy and sell. Trade. Live daily. Make bread. So the enemy, when you cast him out, cover the economy also, not just of yourself but of the area you live in and whoever else. And again, the Holy Spirit is your guide. I'm just pointing out, I know you didn't see that. Or if you did, you didn't think about it. But think. Swine, which was anti what God said in the book of Leviticus for Jewish people. Okay, the man is Jewish, okay? The man is. Not the demons, the man is. But he howls the evil. He was delivered of that trespass into his temple. When he was delivered, then the economy of the owners of that, of those swine, which was still against Israel, they were in a position of still having made money. So because they didn't benefit anyone except the swine owners, God cut them off completely. They went, and I'm just using figures, they went from 10 to zero. Because they all drowned. So they had $10 a head, went from $10 a head to zero a head. Because they were in the wrong economy. And God doesn't stand for anything. He's not leaving anything to chance. So if evil comes, evil gets wiped out. 
he wiped out those who had set themselves up inside of God's grace for the area. And even though you don't see Jesus say, I'm, I'm going to cut their economy off, he cut their economy off. Because those are the same people, if you keep reading them, not going to read anymore. Those same people, when the, man, when the man was clean and in his right mind, they were afraid of him. Now wait a minute, those are the same people who wanted to get the zoo money. They wanted to charge $2 a head to come see him pull the chains out every night. Same people. They're the ones who own the swine. So their economy, which was anti what God said for Israel. Notice I said Israel, meaning the land, because they still transgressed God's word. They went from 10 to 0 instantly. And the demons didn't care who they took with them. Notice. See how much more spiritual you guys are? How much more is going on? God wants you to be aware of that. I'm not saying you're going to go someplace where that's going on, but that's to give you an idea that is not just the beach. It's not just the heights. It's not just Baldwin Hills. It's not just Santa Monica. It's not just that. It's not. It's not just. And besides, you have angels to work with you. And that's something you learn. That's something you learn. Father, I'm just grateful right now for your love, for your tenderheartedness. I also thank you, Father, for liberation for your people. I thank you for the freedom that's still in this house right now. Yes. Father, I thank you for the work that you're doing on the inward portion of each and every one here. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that your people are thinkers and they refer to you often. I thank you that they are strong they are empowered. They are literally immersed in your love. Father, I thank you also that you are their rescuer, that you are their restorer, and that you literally reestablish maybe some misconceptions. And I thank you for bringing them back into place as they should be in this hour. Sharpen their discerning abilities, Father, whether it's through eyesight, ear, nose, taste, or even touch. All five, Father, all five. Sensitize them. Cause them to see even more because you designed them. And I ask you to help those, Father, who may be timid, and that's understandable. But you want a strong force of believers in operation. 
who have given all their all unto you, where their trust is fully upon you, and the, the, the revealed knowledge is from you and your word and in discussion. We'll be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Do your magnificent and almighty name. I thank you for their walk at this hour. I thank you, Father, that you've had me here for 10 years. You surprised me by even telling me that. I thank you for the this openness and the display of freedom that you desire each and every time they come together as a body of believers. And we're grateful to you. Father, we honor you. We honor one another in this house. We bless you and we receive from you that which you have been pouring out even at this moment in Jesus' glorious and all-powerful name. Amen and amen. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.